Hey guys, I'm Ryan Williams. And I'm Jake Kern. And this is 14,605 and counting. And we're back. And we are ladies here. and gentlemen, yes. I called this episode the redemption yes. episode. Okay. Of uh, in episode 22, the redemption edition of 14,605 and counting. The episode is actually for Loki number three called Lamentus. Yes. But we're going to call it the redemption. The of redemption. <laughs> yes the redemption of hot take jake for this episode now if you listen last week i had a deep 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 dive of a hot take did not expect it to be answered that fast but it was we got it boom before we get into that we do have a little little housekeeping for you fans we decided Going forth, we are going to score each episode on a scale of 1 to 10. Yes, yes. Um, now, when we get to the Bad Batch, we're already on episode 9 of that, so I think it's going to be a little we harder can, for we, us to... We can to... go back. Um, I mean, we kind of we kind of just, full disclosure, we kind of you know talked about it kind of right before we got on. Yeah. So we, we can probably go back, you know... Um, Maybe toward the end of our bad batch run, we can kind of score everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but to nine. do it tonight was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Loki's pretty easy because we're only three episodes in. Right. Um, and Loki, you know, that's doable, but bad batch. Right. Yeah. So we're going to score all three episodes of Loki in this episode of 14,605 and counting. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll provide our scores for the current episode at the end of our podcast because then we've talked about it and then can say, thus, as I've said, my score. Yes. I think that makes things a little easier for us and for you. Yep. And um, you need easy for tonight because you've uh, you've had a quite a night so far. I've got a wild man <laughs> over in the house. This guy, he's he's had a wild week, I should say. But uh, wow, week wow, all right. Yeah, he's he's had a couple rough nights. I when I come home from softball, and Val's like, <laughs> just looking at me. I'm like, oh no, no, what happened? She's like, I started to put him to bed at eight. It's ten fifty three. It's ten fifty three. I just right. laid him down. All right. So he's had some he's had some rough nights this week. Oh. Um, easy would be good. Yeah. <laughs> Looking um, forward to parenthood there for me. I'm just over here sipping on my decaf coffee here, and uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm over here some... sipping on my Lion and Kugel Summer Shandy. Ooh, ding! It's a plug for Lion and Kugels, I guess. I don't Ooh. know. We can get them maybe a maybe a sponsorship, maybe. Hey, we'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Listen how... to fourteen million six hundred five and <laughs> counting. And crack open a Lion and Kugel Summer Shandy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it coming down the pike now. We were, you know, we don't, we're not sponsored yet, but you know, we keep rolling with this thing, and uh, we can probably get a few sponsorships. That'd I be can great. See it, you know, maybe uh, I'm sipping on some Dunkin' Donuts Ooh. decaf. 
coffee. So Duncan wants to, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Duncan, Duncan. Hawkeye Ryan <laughs> runs on Duncan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Boom. That's it. Come on, Duncan. I know somebody has to be, you know. Get on it, Duncan. <laughs> yeah, get on it. We're going to run. Hawkeye Ryan runs on Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Love it. Love it. KOP runs on Duncan. <laughs> A little cross promotion there, cross branding. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it. Love there it. There you go. There you Love go. Love it. So right. let's see. Now, how do you Ooh. want to start? I'm 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 going to let you lead this discussion because hot take Jake. You know, if you've been listening to us since the beginning, we start this podcast, you know, WandaVision didn't, you know. Was a little mm-hmm. rough on Hot Take Jake. To be fair, mm-hmm. it was rough on everyone. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, maybe a little bit rougher on Hot Take Jake, but I took it hard. You, you took you, you took you took a few lumps with your theories and hot takes on Wandavision. But to be fair, like I said, everybody got hit hard. And also, you you're not afraid to you know throw it out there, which I hey. give you the credit for. You you throw it out there. You you know you can't hit a home run without taking some swings. You know, and they can't play. all be bangers. They <laughs> <laughs> they cannot all be bangers. But you but, know what? When you actually hit it right, it feels that much better. Mm-hmm. So, and you took a big swing last week. Yes, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let you lead this episode because this is this is your this is your uh, this is your trot around the bases. Yes, trot yeah. around the bases. So, oh. right out the gate, we see C20 with Lady Loki. Now, we're going to call her Lady Loki because we find out Sylvie is an alias. Mm-hmm. And she says she doesn't want to be called Loki anymore, so she is a Loki. Yeah, so, so what we talked about in the first episode and then last week about is she Sylvie or is she a Loki? Mm-hmm. Well, she's she's both. She she is a Loki with yes. the alias of Sylvie. I so think that's this... how the the MCU kind of changes the the comic, you know. So they they, they, think... they take some liberties. They they yes, like they... to get people. They know people like to theorize and go down these rabbit holes, which is the whole point of us. Yep, you know, but. Of course. Let's. See. What are we going to call her? Let's just call her Sylvie, because you know people will start thinking this, this, and this, and, and they go the enchantment psych. power, and like, oh, Sylvie, right. the enchantress, yeah, the enchantment power, and then just hit us, hit us with the pump fake in reverse, right? So, so yeah, you know the MCU, and this is another point, and this is what we talked a lot about in Wandavision, right? And and in mm-hmm. Captain, and in uh, I mean Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah. Excuse me. Captain America and the White Wolf. That's what I'm calling it. But, oh, yeah. But, <clears throat> but you know, we get the inspiration from the comics, but the MCU is its own entity, right? Yes. It's its own thing. So, you know, if, if, if we were just going down the comics route, you wouldn't have to watch these things. You can just yeah. read the comics. So. You'd know. You'd be like, oh, yeah. I read that in this edition of blah, blah, blah. Yep. So, it, I think... Um, so the way the way the theory worked out was the TVA is taking people from 
their timeline, ripping them from the timeline, wiping their memory and saying, we created you, you run the TVA. We need you as the staff. Mm -hmm. And we find out so far that is true. Yes. And we find out through Sylvie's enchantment power, because as she's describing it to Loki, and I wrote it quote for word for word, because I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it. Man, you are really you were really trotting around these bases I'm tonight. I'm trotting, Come man. On. I was Come I was on. sitting there pumping. I, you know, you ever seen those memes with Leonardo DiCaprio from? Uh, yes, yeah, from Once Upon uh, a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. He's yep. like sitting there pointing at the TV. Yep. That was yep. me this whole episode. This <laughs> whole episode. Um, but she said, "I need to make physical contact and then take over their minds. The strong ones, I'm there, but they're there too. In order to maintain control, I have to create a fantasy from their memories." Young soldier from the TVA, her mind was messed up. Everything clouded. I had to pull a memory from hundreds of years prior before she even fought for them, them being the TVA. So, this C-20 has actual memories that are her memories Mm -hmm. from a life before the TVA. Now, I was talking with a friend from work about this. Frank, if you're listening... We were talking about this in the elevator today before we left. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Hundreds of hundreds of years. How? Where? Where is time in the TVA? Because the way she was dressed, the oh, dreadlocks, the margaritas, that. the place she was eating, all of that looked like now. Yeah. So. I mean, side note, we're taking like a side detour here on through the theory, but I wanted to bring this up because hundreds of years before she ever fought for them. So did they pull her from like our time current and she's been at the TVA for hundreds of years or something? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and it shows how weird time is there. Yes, because Mobius says in the first episode, time passes differently in the TVA. So I'm assuming, right, or theorizing, I guess, that they can pull their people, their variants from anywhere, right? They well, can be from, if they have, look how they, well, I go, go ahead. I was going to say, look, I mean, they, they go back to the 1800s. They go forward to the 2077. They I mean, yeah, wherever they want, whenever they want. Yeah, they, say. Can, they can pull them from anywhere, yeah. right? And they can, since time passes differently, Right, yeah. they could be there for hundreds and hundreds of years, right? right. So, yeah, that's what. And just to kind of go along on that, when I was talking about Mobius last week in the jet ski, yeah, this definitely confirms that the jet ski isn't what reminds him of what they're fighting for. Is that's what he said in episode two? The jet ski is something. The jet ski is his margarita, basically. Yeah, that was from exactly. His you know, that and that the Josta. Was, yep. <clears throat> and that that's why he left. So he's from the so we know Mobius is from the, the 90s. Right. He yeah. Got, that's where he got pulled from. Now I'm I'm feeling like this is pulling more and more towards him not being a Loki. I'm still hanging on to that You're theory. Still hanging on to that theory? I'm still hanging on to it. It's a little looser grip because it's <laughs> it's starting to get away from me a little bit. However, if he truly is, you know, not just some TVA patsy or whatever, if he's truly 
something of a um a force to be reckoned with with Loki, I still think he could be. Mm-hmm. So just a thought. Um, but I found that interesting that they used her enchantment power and she's explaining it like, yeah, this is what I have to do. And Loki's like, well, hold on a second. They don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know that they're. So they, so they, so they got some like men in black neuralizers that they just. Yeah. And yeah. which is going to be interesting to find out like how that happens or who does it now? Do we get a. <clears throat> Now, are the three space lizards the <laughs> the bad guys here, or do we got I a bigger so. bad coming? Um, if if Kang is if Kang is in the mix, I think there you go. That's who I was um, thinking of. <laughs> yeah. Whoever you're right, whoever it is, whoever's running the TVA, yep. they're they're ultimately, I think, going to be considered a bad guy. Because if you like, we talked about this before. If you look at Thanos with his purpose and his, his <laughs> greater purpose. A glorious purpose yes. to um write the universe he we've said this before his idea wasn't a bad idea how he went about it was wrong correct so the t- the timekeepers their idea of having a sacred timeline and having everything flow nicely and smoothly and everyone stays on the right path could be a great idea but they're as as Sylvie called them these omniscient fascists. <laughs> yes. Because they see everything, they know everything that goes on. They can see branches branching off the sacred timeline. If they, you know, are having this great idea, but they're going about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Because they're forcing people and they're controlling people instead of just letting things happen. This and this comes back to the whole free will and um destiny thing or... that they seem to keep bringing up. Or maybe the flip side of that, maybe, and we talked about this before, maybe it isn't a, maybe it isn't a so good and wholesome idea. Maybe they got some uh, vindictive or ulterior motives here that aren't so good as to why they're trying to keep the timeline nice and tidy. Exactly. You know, so hopefully we can get some more insight as to that. But when they showed C20... Drinking her margarita, I was like, oh my God, this is when Sylvie showed her where she was from inadvertently. Now, she didn't do it like I thought she was doing it on purpose. Mm-hmm. She did it inadvertently because she didn't know that they didn't know, you know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, it was at those points, at those points of seeing her talking to C20 and at the point of. The explanation of her enchantment abilities, those were the two, like, there it is. Now, a different Frank, there's two Franks that I know at work. Actually, I know three Franks. It's crazy. All right. Um, but all at work. Another Frank, he saw me walking down the hall and he was like, Hey, nailed it, buddy. I was like, Yes. <laughs> I like I like did a little dance halfway down the hall. I was like, uh-huh. uh-huh this is your redemption, uh-huh, man. Uh-huh. Right. This is your this is it. Oh, I felt so good. Yeah. No, um, you nailed it perfectly. God, it feels so good. God, yeah, yeah. I just want to sit in this moment real quick. Yeah, I know. I, I would have let up. you because you know you you took some you took some lumps, but <sighs> this is this is one that you nailed. This is what right. it feels like. Yeah. 
Can we freeze time? Can we? I'm gonna brain call freeze the, real call quick. The, so call the timekeepers. Like, hey, we need to. I need a or, memento or from this moment. Reset, how about you just reset charge all the prior stuff and just start right here? No. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's. Yeah, the excitement of it. Um, there were a lot of things that happened in the episode outside of that. Well, um, I got I got a couple of things that what stuck out to me, right? Besides the big reveal, um, we got a couple. We got one big thing, which I thought Disney was very very clever in doing, but this was probably planned from the get go. Well. I take that back, right? Maybe it wasn't planned from the get-go, but it worked out pretty nicely. When was Loki, Now I don't know if you know this, Jake, off the top of your head, hmm. but was Loki moved because of the pandemic in terms of release date? I'm not sure. I don't know. Or was off this the, the, head, planned, the planned original release date? Well, anyway, right? So I thought this was perfect that Loki's premiering in June and in the middle of the series we get some big piece of information about Loki so there's a conversation that Sylvie and Loki are having on the train yeah and uh mm. you know Sylvie they they talk about their they talk about love and their love lives and mm. and Loki tells ask Sylvie well there must be a bow waiting or is there a bow waiting for you at the end of this and Sylvie kind of jokes, yes. Like I, I wasn't sure if she was really serious or kind of still joking, or was she yeah. jokingly serious? I, I didn't really know, right? But Sylvie asked, you know, Loki, was there, you know, princess or or a prince, you know, for you? And Loki says a bit of both. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so we get confirmation that Loki is bisexual. Yes, right, which is perfect for pride month in june yeah so we get so we get the thing that you know loki is gender fluid and yeah. bisexual so i that just worked out perfectly for pride month in june timing yeah and i don't think that was an accident so that that's why i asked no like was there. was this uh planned release or was it that, pushed i'm gonna have to look that up i don't I really it, don't know off the top of my head. If they didn't plan it from the jump, it, it really worked out brilliantly. Sure. Right. I also had that noted. Yep. I had would-be princesses or maybe a prince, and he's perhaps a bit of both. And I, Yeah. Because, I mean, even when I watched it my second time through with Val, I pointed at her. I was like, did you get that? And she goes, yep. I said, that was, that was a very slick and subtle way to do it. Yep. Because that's... That's the great thing. If you if you can do something like that and you don't make it like the center of attention, mm -hmm. it's because it is what it is. No, there there doesn't need to be like stop the train. Hold on a second. You said what? You know, yeah. it doesn't need to be that way. If it's conversational, it's natural. Yep. And they made it natural. It was very subtle. I thought it was very well done. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I. I'm glad you pointed that out because I'm scrolling through my notes, scrolling on my phone, not on paper, on my phone. Ooh, see, and maybe that's why I didn't catch it so that's fast. That's why, yeah, that, that you need to go back to you know Damn old it. school. Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold up. Where's my? There, there it is. Wait, here it is. 
Oh, yes. You got to go back to, you know, you need. <laughs> Always got it right here. Yeah. Um, speaking of the whole thing with their conversation of love and hilarious that he got drunk and was singing on the train. Hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Like total Loki move right there. Um, but he makes a, a quote here <clears throat> about love being a dagger. And love is a dagger meant to be wielded far away or up close. You can see yourself in it. It's beautiful until it makes you bleed. But ultimately, when you reach for it, it isn't real. And they joked at, you know, that's a terrible metaphor, but I thought it was great. I thought it was a fantastic metaphor. Yeah. Like, I was just watching it and I'm like, they just made a joke that it was terrible. They just called it terrible. Like, am I stupid? That I thought it was good. I, man, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a great metaphor. But I it was again, great. she kind of gave him a look and he was like, uh, do I just play like it was, like I was joking? Like, <laughs> kidding. Yeah. You know, is, is that how he's going to handle it? Yeah. So. No, I thought it was a fantastic metaphor. <laughs> Maybe we're not smart enough, Jake. To... But then he gets he gets thrown out of the train. Yeah. And that goes right along with this meme that I just sent you. Oh, oh here we go. Oh. of the battle. <laughs> the god of falling. He does. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loki, god of falling. <laughs> oh, okay, well, if we're going <laughs> to get that started. I thought I'd get that. Oh, boy. Uh, All right, here we go. Gonna, if we're going to, you know. Would you... <laughs> <laughs> that's good since we're uh, on that topic here so you know yep <laughs> <laughs> would you yeah that's 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 good yep so uh, um shout out to disney for for um not being afraid to tackle those subjects yeah i really i really appreciate that they do um yeah, that they that they do handle them, and, and, in, a, and that, in the right way. We saw it a lot in uh, the previous series, Falcon. Winter, no, excuse me, <clears throat> Captain America and the White Wolf. Okay, yeah, saw it a lot with race and politics and stuff like that. They're not afraid to to handle it. It's, and damn it, Wanda I had Vision this with... one. The sitting, <laughs> <laughs> and in WandaVision with mental health. Yes. Where and the, grieving and loss, where the um, the showrunner said that grief was the big bad. Um, it was interesting that she came out after the show was after the series was done that she said grief was the big series. Yeah, you know, so so yeah, Disney. It, we weren't well. Okay, I can't speak for you or anybody else, but I wasn't expecting all of this from these shows in the mcu no not at the not at the outset yes and but uh it's amazing yeah once once we got going you know i was like oh geez what are they gonna do next i, I think once we saw wandavision and we saw what they uh, what they tackled and then we got a glimpse we didn't really get like we got a trailer but <clears throat> not a real deep glimpse um into Falcon and Winter Soldier, I kind of had a feeling, hey, <laughs> this is where they're going with this show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially when they talked about 
Oh, um, wow, you're just rapid firing them now. Okay. I am. Okay. But, but do, you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, you knew when you saw Sam was going to going be going through the pick up the mantle or not, this yeah. and that. You knew that that was the route they were going because you had seen in WandaVision how they handled yep. issues. Like, they're going through, they're going to handle issues here, you yes. know? So, which, which <clears throat> I, which, which I love and appreciate. Right. Yeah. But now, okay, we talked about this and we're kind of getting a little off of Loki, but it's a, it's it's an MCU show, so I, I kind of want to talk about this and I talked with you before about this, you know, via text throughout the week is that because of the high standard that these MCU shows are bringing, I'm super worried about Black Widow. Not about it performing well. Not worried about that. But the MCU shows have, I think, raised the bar astronomically high for MCU movies now. Sure. Versus the past. You know, in well, the past, it was just movies and that was it. Right? The other MC, you, the other Marvel materials were, you know, the comics. But now with these shows... Could you look at it from a perspective of because they've raised the bar and they're getting they're like groove that that'll also happen with the movies i do because yeah. there's there's a lot we don't know about um black widow there's a lot we know but there's there's a lot we um Still a lot we don't know. Yes. Um, they have kept a lot of things under wraps. I do. Taskmaster. However, right, I, I'm not sure if they were expecting, I mean, of course they are expecting it to be a hit, right? <laughs> they wouldn't They wouldn't make it if they weren't expecting it for the land. Right. But I don't know how much of an impact like they expected that it wouldn't make as it has right like well i I, I went back and i read an article that talked about it was it was an interview with scarlett johansson yes and she talked about how initially they wanted to do this struggle between her and yelena played by florence Pugh. Um, they wanted to make it this whole thing where they're like struggling, fighting back and forth for like, who's going to be Black Widow, you know, yes. and said once they got filming and once they got going and interacting together, like, no, that's played out. That doesn't work. We need to change the direction of this. Let's make it more about you being like sisters, more about you being a common, like you're, you're working together. Yeah. And <clears throat> it said it got deeper the emotion the the man the things that they were what they were talking about was it was just getting really deep to the point where like as you're watching it you're like whoa this is taking a really you know a a real deep dive into i i hope all these things i hope that they follow suit you know they yeah they've had plenty of time to rework stuff you know with the pandemic and everything yeah they really have and make (laughs) And maybe that's, and hopefully, maybe gee, maybe that's, that's why we haven't gotten it out yet. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what I was just about to say. Maybe that's why 
they kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed, not just because they were waiting for things to reopen, but maybe they were reworking things based on, you know, what they were seeing with the MCU show trends, maybe. So I, I, I'm just hope I'm worried. I'm confident, a little nervous, but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that, you know, Scarlett Johansson's swan song doesn't get, uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't land underwhelmingly. So fall right. flat. Yes, Be- yes, because of wow, that, that was terrible. That it, that took about a second or two to process in my brain, and then wow, hot take, Jake. Wow, is, I'm sorry. Wow. Hey, that's wow. That 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 finishes my thought on Black Widow. Now you just, <laughs> just took, yeah, took your breath away. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, I didn't want to leave you hanging too long. (laughs) That's the last one, I promise. Wow, you just, you know, hit a victory lap and then you just go crazy. Wow. All right. right. Check your inbox. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I didn't get anything new going through. Oops, I sent that to Vale. I was meant to go to you. You're going to be. Hold up. Uh, Come on. Or maybe Take if your I can, time. Maybe I can beat you to the punch real quick. Here no, don't you dare. Here we go. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, we got a different one, but since we're on that topic. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> yes, praise that. Anyway, <laughs> good one. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hope it doesn't. I sent a text to Val and said that was supposed to go to Ryan. She said, I figured. <laughs> but yeah, I hope it doesn't fall flat. But yeah, I really, I have high hopes. Yeah. yeah. So back to few, Loki. Yeah, a few other things I wanted to point out. There was this talk of this arc the train station heading to this arc that's going to lift off of Lamentis. Mm-hmm. And this really stood out to me as they're walking up to the train. You hear someone yell only they're only giving tickets to the wealthy. And where was the other thing? Well, I, I thought that, um, when they got to the arc, you know, I know where you talked about the train, but when they got to the arc, just as a setting, like it, that that city that they were in, where the arc is at, it, it gave me a little bit of a a Madripoor type of vibe as to how the color scheme and everything it was set up. Um, yeah, I thought it had that vibe a little bit, so I kind of like that setting. the The set design for that was amazing. The whole episode, actually, the whole Lamentis planet. Uh, or moon, I should say. Yeah. Um, I thought the uh, the backgrounds, color scheme, uh, that was really cool to see this episode. I think that was another intentional thing they did to make you think that it was Vormir. Mm-hmm. So yep. There are people talking about, oh, look, they went to Vormir. Why are they at yeah. Vormir? Eh. 
<laughs> Suckers. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, here's what I, I found it. Again, the scrolling. Um, when they say the you're only giving tickets to the wealthy thing, you have reflections of Ragnarok. How they're leaving people behind so some can move on and survive. Who got chosen to get on that ship with Thor, Loki, Valkyrie, all of them, when they lifted off from Asgard, when Surtur was there to destroy it? Right? Mm-hmm. Who made that decision? I don't know. But yeah. it's, you know... Loki's kind of looking around, and obviously he had he wasn't there in Ragnarok the movie because this is a different Loki, right? But same kind of feeling, like he's like they're just gonna let them all die. And it's interesting because he was, um, when he was seeing people, like Loki's he, this variant of Loki kind of cares because you know in yeah. episode two when uh sylvie was doing her enchantment thing like he would go check on the people that she would enchant yeah and he asked like are they dead all right and you know before you know he was looking around with people um uh, you know in uh lamentus you know seeing people dying like he was kind of concerned like in the middle of the uh the ass kicking right <laughs> he was kind of concerned for the people quick side note too you notice the amount of gore and violence in this episode? <laughs> like, yeah, they didn't. They didn't of... hold back on the ass kicking in, in episode three. Yeah, that's I, I true. Was like, wow. Because I noticed in the in uh, when when the when I started the episode, you know, when they have the episode rating and stuff at the top left, mm-hmm. like it was like strong violence and stuff. Like that, I didn't it, catch that. I, I noticed it. It caught my eye. And I didn't know yeah, oh see see it, it caught my eye and I'm like why did they put that there and it, then it, you get into the episode like good grief damn. like Sylvie's kicking ass she's breaking arms and stabbing and yeah yeah you know, yeah I will say when they got to whatever city that was where the arc was mm-hmm and Val mentioned this too because we were, as we were watching it. I wasn't too jazzed about that whole scene that like running to the arc and the way the camera was like spinning and everything. Yeah. I didn't like it. I thought it was Val's words. <clears throat> she said it seemed like they wanted to make a big movie set but they didn't have the time or the space so they used the sweeping camera angle and the CGI and what they did. And it, it looked boxed in. It looked like they were in this, like, box. Yeah. The walls were tall and everything like that. Yeah. And I no, just I thought can't. it was weird. There was un, It seemed like there was, like, some unnecessary fighting. They've got five minutes to get to the arc. It was. Why didn't they, they, yeah, they, they, they forced. They needed to force some type of conflict. Like, yeah. I guess they couldn't just have them pull up to the arc and... Here we are, right? Now, I, I know so. they weren't supposed to get on it, obviously, because it gets destroyed. Yeah. But, and that, I mean, and, and that was kind of, and that was a grind my gear moment that I had after, oh, here we go. It, after running it back twice, 
I watched this episode twice and I thought, and, and this might have something to do with something that you texted me when we first watched it or the first day we watched it about Loki with the temp pad and, and, and then maybe he's just trying to pull more information mm-hmm. out of Sylvie. Why did they even entertain the thought of, I know the arc has the power source that they need, but right. they know that the arc is going to be destroyed. So like it could be hell. They could be talking. It, it, it could be destroyed at this point. Now they don't know that they know it's going to be destroyed. They don't know when, so the, right. I guess like you know, I guess they're taking a chance, but like they know the arc is going to be destroyed. So I don't, why even go down that route? And Loki seemed kind of super. Well, and then this may go to your take, right? Loki seemed kind of surprised when Sylvie agreed to it when he gave yeah. that idea. He was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, right." So maybe he was kind of stalling for time. Otherwise, like I, the, when a second time through, I'm like, "Why that?" You know the arc is going to be destroyed. It could be destroyed at this point. Well, like why risk going to the arc and getting blown up when you know it's going to get destroyed? Like that that didn't make a, a whole lot of sense. If I was in that situation, I'd be like, "Wait, the arc is going to be destroyed. Like yeah. why are we going down that route?" But like you mentioned, and I didn't mean to kind of steal your thunder there with that, but you know you mentioned that Loki may have the tempad intact. Sure. And he was just buying time to get more information, that tactical advantage out of Sylvie. And, you know, when she agreed to go to the Ark, when he threw out that idea, he was like, oh, okay, I guess, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. You know, so. Well, he also made the comment of, um, well, maybe we can get there. And and that's when she was like, okay. You know, like he said, he was like, oh, you, you bought that? But yeah, he right. made the comment of, <laughs> Um, um, maybe we could, you know, fly it away to safety or something like that. <clears throat> so I don't know. It was, I don't think it was as good of an episode as the first two. I was going to, well, we have our but episode the, scores coming. So, but the reveals yeah. that we got were pretty big. Yes. Yes. The information was there. Mm hmm. Like we've said I, before, the can't I agree, be bangers. I, I agree one hundred percent, and I, I I reflected that in my episode score. That's why I uh, I had that idea of giving episode score because my score reflects exactly <clears throat> that thought. Yeah, and it was a little bit slower of an episode with the journey for them walking to um to the train station, trying to find a town, all that, um. But this I mean, episode, it was... the main thing, so this is a six episode series. Yeah. And this is episode three. Mm-hmm. So this is right in the middle. Okay. So you're looking, if you're thinking in a movie, like in the middle part, you're going to get some information reveal and some slower moments in the middle part. Right. So of, of most movies, you know, they've, so. I mean, they've had, they've had kind of the, your interest because you're like, Ooh, where is this? What's going on? Who is this? Mm-hmm. Who is that? And you know, there's, it's, it's not, there's been some good action, but it's been a lot of intensity buildup. Yes. Who's the variant? Where are they going? What's going on? 
And now that you've found out who she is, Loki's interacting with her. It kind of like you've gone down the roller coaster hill. You're at the yeah. bottom of it. You're kind of yeah going through the ride. You're waiting for that like next big thrill, like the the loop, the they try to the cobra make it, tail roll. You know what I mean? Like you're, they tried to make it more exciting with all the action and violence. Yeah, um, but mainly this episode was for the reveal about the TVA and yeah. what Sylvie is. Confirm- and that reveal was like, it was almost like you're like, yeah, you're kind of looping around through the roller coaster and you go into this tunnel and this big drop. You're like, Whoa! <laughs> yep. 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 So uh, it ended really like abrupt too. Like yes. they're just standing there. I, I felt like <laughs> I felt like that whole part where they were in that little city, that city trying to get to the arc where they're like running and it's a sweeping camera angle and they're running here and they're running there and then they'd stop and then they start running the other way and then they would fight real quick and then they would run and he stopped and did that like head thrust thing to stop the building from falling on them. Mm-hmm. And then it all ended and they were all standing there looking up at it. And the camera swooped around on them and showed like a wide angle of everybody. It reminded me of a play where they're in like one of those musical, mo- like those moments where it's like a lot of action and there's like a small stage and they're having to like run back and forth and pretend like they're going from spot to spot and then they all stop. Yeah. And the curtain drops. You know what I, I mean? Uh, like, I it had that the, feel uh, for me. I enjoyed the song, the music that they use. I think the song was called Bad Moon. Uh, yeah, at that point, that, yes, you know, at the end, yeah, bad moon, the music that they played. I, I gotta tell that you, song. that's oh, dark moon, dark moon, yes, yes. I yes. I shazammed it. Yeah, I shazammed it too. Yeah, yeah. Because I also shazammed the song at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. which was "Demons" by Haley Kiyoko. Yep. That was a that was a beat. I was like, "Oh, it's another song that's not the Marvel intro." Yep. Okay, I'm digging this. Like the first time through, I was like, "All right," and then the second yeah. time through, I'm like, "I'm shazamming this." Like, got yep. it. I always I always have my phone whenever I hear a song that I don't know. Yeah, I shazam it, especially in Marvel. Good God, what was the last song that I shazammed? Is this "Love" by White Snake? What? <laughs> when, did I, when the hell did I shazam that? Did you butt Bad down medicine Shazam? by Bon Jovi? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know why I should say those. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> yep. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what next week brings. Um, I have a feeling because I'm trying. I always look, you know, through the trailers and stuff, and try to see if I remember where scenes are and everything. I have a feeling that the next episode we may get the. Loki in the suit jacket with the hood with the helmet on and the Loki for president pin on him. I think, I think we might get that. We might get some. Uh, I think uh, one of the preview trailers, like the teasers that they came out with this week, we see child Sylvie. So we may get yeah. a little bit of Sylvie's backstory too. Yeah, we'll see how true it is with what she told him. Yeah, you know, if she was feeding him a line, just trying to get him. Um, what do you? Oh God! Oh. <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty. That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I had that one too. <laughs> you didn't think we were messing up the multiverse? <laughs> Damn it! That, well, I had to get one. you back for my doctor—the one you stole from me. 
Yeah, well, you, well, you did. So, so, um, so should we score it now? We get. Our I think so. Two? Do you do you want to start with? Yeah, I'll, episode uh, one, two, and three, or go one, two, three. Well, episodes one and two are pretty similar in score for me, if not this. Because I was thinking, like, okay, if I have to rank one higher than the other, uh, it's hard for – I'm going to give both of them – I'm going to give – okay, I'm going to give episode one a 9.5 out of 10. 9.5. Still got wood. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to give episode two a a 9.6. Okay. You're breaking out the decimals here. I'm breaking out the decimals because... All right, I'm not going to give it a perfect score, but is just those two episodes to me are just if it's not perfect, it's just below perfect, which is what I tried to reflect there. Because when we came, so you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to oh give boy. episode one a perfect score. I'm going to give episode one Damn. a ten out of ten. I'm going to give episode two nine five out of ten. The reason why I'm going to give episode one ten out of ten because after episode one. I decreed, and a lot of other people did, that this was the better series out of all three so far, MCU, Loki, um, WandaVision, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. After episode one, everybody was ready to say this is the best out of the three. Right, And episode two, since it wasn't episode one, it's a knock below it. Right, but it it kept the ball rolling. Right, it, it kept it rolling. We got some info about where the Loki variant is hiding. We get the reveal that it's a lady Loki. We don't hundred percent know it yet. We got that in this, but the ball kept rolling in episode two. Episode three, I'm well, gonna give it. Well, oh oh, I, got, I mean ep- episode one for me. I'm gonna throw down. Oh, I have a nine right now, but do I go higher? You can use decimal. I, th- I feel like I want to go nine for episode one because it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. But I feel like episode two for me. I feel like episode two was better for me. Mm-hmm. Which I'm going to give nine point five. Okay. Okay. Um, now episode three, go for it. I'm giving episode three a seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Because of the things that we talked about. Yeah. Right? Even we got the pieces of info about Loki, Lady Loki, the TVA. Um, but like I, like I said, I felt like this episode is a bridge to the second half of the series. And I'm going to throw a seven at it. Yep. So we're about similar. Yeah, and I th- I think because even I almost gave it a six. Ooh, but you're a tough grader. I don't want to be in 
Professor Kern's class. <laughs> I'm I, I tend to I tend to grade tough. Yeah. If I give a perfect, it's well deserved. I that's that's how I feel. Not that yeah. you're not that I'm saying your perfect of number, episode one was not well deserved. Well, yeah, I I didn't give it a perfect. Of, uh, it's an amended perfect because right. of what it decreed afterwards. Like this is the best. Exactly. That, that's what perfect to me. And I, I give it a seven then for episode three because the information about the enchantment ability, mm-hmm. finding out where the, um, at least where C20 falls in like the timeline, where she came from, the Lady mm-hmm. Loki reveal, that, yep. all that to me, I, I mean, gives it a seven because the rest of it just kind of felt, felt a little odd to me. Yep. Um, still um, very good. Yeah, I love where they're going with this. The cliffhanger at the end, the art gets blown up. Didn't doesn't really do that much for me because you know somehow that some way it's 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 you know they're gonna figure it out. So right. I, so so uh, I thought the cliffhangers from episode one and episode two with Lady Loki were a lot more dramatic and a lot more like oh my gosh I can't wait till next week. Right now. I, I will say the cliffhanger in this one, if you think about it a little more, because I, I, wa- I was watching it, I'm like, okay, okay, credits, what? Wait, 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 that's it? And I thought about it more. Um, you have, <clears throat> you ha- the only kind of like, okay, what's next do you have for next episode is, I mean, obviously you have like, okay, where do they go with, you know, finding out this enchantment ability and, you know, where these people are from how where do we, what do we do with this information yep they're stuck on this planet how do they get off mm-hmm. if they would have done anything more after that they probably would have had to spend like another five ten minutes setting something up and they had the time it was the shortest episode so far i know but yeah, if they leave yeah. it the way it is next episode they start right back up and if they start with the child Sylvie, <clears throat> um, child Lady Logie, <laughs> if they start with that, they can build and then go right back to them on Lamentis. And then it's like, okay, maybe you have more about her backstory. Here's mm-hmm. how they're going to get out of here. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So cutting it where they did obviously was intentional, but I, I feel like if you really think about it, it's like, Anything, if they would have done anything more after that, it would have been, what's the plan? It would have been, here comes the TVA. They found them. It would have been, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there would have been other things. Maybe he tries to, um, like, how do we get the TVA's attention? Let's do something really ridiculous that maybe sets the timeline off. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot they can, a lot they can do, but ending it like that kind of gets you like, oh God, I need to yeah. see what happens next now yeah i'm I'm with you like i'm like i think it's appropriate that they ended it there i just i don't feel the same oh oh my i I do feel oh my god i can't wait till next week but it's not as strong as As it was as episodes one and two yeah for me i agree so for sure but oh my god i can't wait till next week God, for me, it's a little easier, I think, for a lot of people, because for a lot of people, like it's the weekend right now, and 
for me, this is my busiest time with work. So these next few days, like Saturday through Tuesday, I'm like working my butt off. Mm-hmm. And when Wednesday's like my Saturday, you know, that starts my weekend. So, so right. it kind of works out for me a little bit differently for people. But And here I am sitting on my hands and not working at home doing things. So. <laughs> We have a couple. <laughs> Here comes another one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, come on, man. That's a low blow. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's and such I a went, good one. I went to see that movie too in the theater. Yeah, it would have been. Do you see who's up in the right hand corner? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. It would have been better if they would have used X Men Apocalypse because it's an apocalypse. Yeah, but that Get movie it? wasn't as bad as Dark <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, this was. Did I lose you? Hello. Yeah, it's it's it's. <laughs> But you know what? It's okay because MCU has the mutants now. Okay. Yes. We just gotta come on, fuck. Drop us something. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. What's wrong Please. with you? Yeah. Dude. Give me something. Give me something. <laughs> well, so... but but I think maybe with this multiverse branching that they're setting up, again, like I think we can uh we can get some mutants in here. All right. Did I did I share the uh, did I share the mutant reset charge theory on the air? Yeah. Um I know I texted it to you, but did I call it on the podcast? I honestly cannot remember if you did or not. I I know we talked about it. It may have been yeah. one of those things we said and cut and like, "Hey, guess what?" You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we do that a lot too. We do that a lot, yeah. So if you if I didn't say it on the show, speaking on the mutants, one of my theories is we are we're all wondering how they're going to bring the mutants into the MCU, and we're all wondering how or where are were the mutants when all this stuff in the MCU has been happening? Like, you know, has Professor X and the mutants have just been hiding out while Thanos and everybody was just like wreaking havoc on Earth, kind of like the Eternals were apparently. Yeah, I was going right? to say, not like anyone else did that. Eternals. <laughs> right? Uh, but I had a theory that, you know, in episode two where Lady Loki sends all the resources, Silvery, she sends all the reset charges where she's sending them to, right? And, you know, we talked about she's sending the two different points in the timeline that the TVA reset you know based on their own you know agenda right maybe part of the agenda and maybe this is how we get mutants in mcu is that sylvie's reset charges are going to reset what the tva did right and what the tva might have done is they might have reset the timeline to where there's no mutants but Sylvie undoes that and Boom, we're going to get our mutants. Or the TVA 
how do I want to say this? They took care of the mutants because a mutation is a variation of DNA. Technically, the mutants are all variants then. Yeah. So maybe they were, quote unquote, pruned from the timeline because they're variants. Ooh, I like that one. Either way, I think mutants and the TVA could explain why they haven't been in our MCU. And this could help to fix that and introduce them into our MCU. Yes. So, stay tuned. We want mutants. We want mutants. Yes. (laughs) Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I think with that... I think that does it for Loki number three. Yeah. Looking forward to next week. They, they, they can't all done be bangers. Here with this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can't all be bangers. They you know, can't all so. be bangers. But we did get quite a reveal. Yes. And we'll see Very what they do with that reveal. information going yep. forward. Yep. So with that, you know, we're going to get at you next week. And as this is a Loki all right, themed MCU show. So, <laughs> well, as always, it, before you do it, <laughs> uh oh, wait a minute. Before, uh oh, we do have next week Loki four. Yep. The following week we have Loki five, and and Black Widow. Get ready. Yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna be busy that week. Yeah. That's well. We we figured it out. We're gonna be busy that Saturday. We are. Yeah. We may be busy that Wednesday. Yeah. Maybe. So, I'm ready. We'll hash it out. Go for it. Yep. So, <laughs> for hot take, Jake. This is Hawkeye Rye. What's happening? And oh as God, always, click. yeah. Uh, yep. As my always. Hold on to your butts. Boom.